0: Okay, good evening. Hope you're all doing well. Today we're learning Maseches Bava Kama, Daf Yud Kimmel, and we're starting four lines down. Starting at the word Gufa, and we are continuing a sugya that we began at our previous Mishnah. Our Mishnah had said all the way back on Daf Tes, Amud Beis. The Mishnah there had spoken about the fact that if hechsharti b'miksas nizko, the Mishnah there said that if I was an enabler of some damage, I'm obligated to pay. However, it said, only nechasim she'ein bohen me'ila. It only applied to items where uh, where me'ila wasn't relevant. We're going to be analyzing this line and the remaining lines of our Mishnah, starting on Yud Gimel Alef, four lines down, Gufa. We saw this b'raisa before. When we saw this pasuk, the Chachamim Darshan, the Rabos kachim Kalim She'im Mamono, Diver Biosi We learn from this pasuk that Kachim Kalim have a status of Mamon Bailim. And by Kachim Kalim, that's a a unique din. Says (laughs) the Gemara, Ben Omer, leRabos Es HaShlamim. This pasuk is not coming to teach us about Kachim Kalim, but to teach us that Shlamim are included in this category as well. Namely, if something has a din of meila, or according to Ben Azai, if something has a din of Shlamim, it would not be subject to the rules of our Mishnah on and Beis. And then the close of this b'risa that we're learning now is difficult. Um, Abayosi ben Dustoy Omer, lo Amar ben Ela bebechor bilvad. He tries to limit and qualify the statement of ben Azai that he was only talking about an animal that was a bihor. A bihor is a type of Shlamin. Let's dig in to see exactly what's going on here. We're on Yud Gimel Amin eight lines down Amar Mar. Let's analyze this b'risa that we just learned. We had said that Benazai Omer Larabos es Hashlamim. That Larabos es Hashlamim, that the Passock, when it says, it comes to teach us about Hashlamim, that Hashlamim, just like Me'ila, that it is not able to be subject to the consequences of our Mishnah, of in Bechelek Nizko, that I'm going to be Chayiv and all of it. So it says the Gemara, mai. What is Benazai coming to exclude by that which he is coming to include? When he says, Larabos es Hashlamim, He's obviously excluding something else. So what is it that he is excluding? And the Gemara says, let's figure it out. if you want to say that when Ben Azai was uh, when Ben Azai was including Shlamim, he was excluding Bechor, that can't be. Why quarter of the way down? Hashta because of the following logic. Now that we know umash shlamim has a higher level of kedusha than bechor and smicha. We know of course that when an animal is about to be karev, we take our hands and we put the weight of our of our body on the top of the head of the animal. Unisachim and they require libations at the time of a shlamim is brought. There's a certain amount of wine that's used. <laughs> and we know that we have to move the meat in our hands with the Kohen, <laughs> move them around in very specific ways. Amris, in such a case, by shlamim we had said, Mamon So then Bechor, which is even a lower level of kedusha, doesn't have any of the features of shlamim If we say by shlamim which is a higher level of kedusha, that it's M'ko, that it's going to be Mamon Bailim, then all the more so that should be true by Bechor. So it can't be that that's what's being excluded by uh, Yossi ben Dustoi. So what then does it mean? Ella says the Gemara, it must be Amar Rabbi Yochanan, it must be the Muute Meiser. Here we're talking about Meiser Behema. And what we're saying is that perhaps what we're excluding is Meiser Behema, such that if there were to be a case of Meiser Behema and that animal was my responsibility and there were damages, then the rules of the Mishnah and Testament bays would in fact kick in. Where do we see this from? We see this kiddittanya from the Brisa third of the way down. We're going to learn the whole b'risa, but we don't need the first half of the b'risa for our purposes. Says the Gemara, in regards to b'chor you're not allowed to redeem a b'chor. However, the nimkar you're allowed to sell a bihor. One kohen can sell a b'chor to another if they're tam, if there's uh, no blemishes, and if they're chai, if they're alive. If it's a balmum, chai vishachud. It can be sold either way. Now is now comes our part. In regards to meiser, what does it say? The Pasik says, naamar lo yiga. This is what the Pasak says, Lo Yivaker. So this is what the Pasuk says. Here we see that Miser has a higher level of Kedusha because we're more strict about it. You're not allowed to sell it when it's alive. You're not allowed to sell it when it's shachut. You also can't sell the Miser when it's Tam, when it when there's no blemish. And you cannot sell it even if there is a blemish. So we see from here that Miser is what is being excluded. That's what the Gemara says in the name of Rabbi Yochanan. And Ravina looks at the sheet of Rav Yochanan. Ravina said it was Mas a Sefa. Ravina says no. The line of Rav Yochanan is not coming to explain, explain the shita of Ben Azai, but rather it's coming to explain the sefa of the brisa, which was Abayosi Ben Dustoi. Let's see how Ravina applies the sheeta of Rav Yochanan. The Gemara says third of the way down. First word on the line is Mum. Second word on the line is Ravina. The dinner of Yochanan applies only on the last case. What was that last case? The Gemara quotes the Shita here again. The only thing that was being included by the Pasuk of was in regards to the case of a Bechor. What is this coming to exclude? When we include the case of Bechor, what are we excluding? That's a very limited list, says the Gemara. If you want to say that the sheet of Abayosi ben Dustai was to exclude Shlamim, that doesn't make sense because Hashta says the Gemara. a which in in and of itself it's inherently considered to be kadosh me because it's the animal's bechor it's the firstborn it becomes kadosh in the womb there. Uh, we say that it's Mamonuhu, then mi Iboya, Shlamim, which has less of a level, level of Kedusha. The Kedusha of a Shlamim, he wasn't born a Shlamim. Someone had to make it into a Shlamim. So, therefore, all the more so by Shlamim, we should say Mamonuhu. So, it can't be that it's living out Shlamim. That's Pashan. This is where Ravina applies Rav Yochanan. Not like we initially learned it in regards to the shita of Benazai, but rather over here, we're seeing that the shita of Rav Yochanan applies to the Seifa of. And what does the Gemara say halfway down? We are coming, in fact, to remove the case of Kiditanya, like the Bryce that we just saw a couple of minutes ago, that by bechor it says you're not allowed to redeem it, and we only allow v'nimkar tam chai u'balmum chai It can only be sold from one coin to another. A bechor can only be sold if it's tam and alive, or if it's a balmum, whether or not. It's a lie. And B'meisar, what did we say in that b'risa that we're re-quoting here? So over here we see that it must be that it's L'meute, that when Ben Azai is talking about the case of Bechor, he's excluding Balmum. Says the Gemara, I don't understand why you're working so hard. The Gemara says, The Gemara says there's only one thing in this category, and that's Bechor. That was the language of Abba Yossi ben Dustoit. Says the Gemara Kasha, you're, you're actually right. The language of this b'risa, the b'risa that's a third of the way down on the page, less the b'risa that's at, toward the top of the page, is in fact a difficult b'risa. <laughs> Rava Amar, two-thirds of the way down. <laughs> He's really going back to the beginning of this suya, which started... Um, which started just a little bit ago at the top of this page, where we're trying to figure out what was the case of Meila. Rava says, "What was the case of Nechasim she'Ein Bahen Meila?" Our Mishnah on Dab Testament Bay said that the rules don't apply when there is Meila. What is a case? Says the Gemara, where there is Ein Bahen Din Meila, we where we're talking about an animal that has no kedusha to it at all. Says the Gemara. If we're talking about an animal that has no kedush at all, it's a regular hedyot, why did our Mishnah say that it's not me'ila? That sounds like there's an aspect of it that has kedusha. But listen, the listen, to headyot, hedyot. Just write what you want to say. If what we're talking about is hedyot, talk about hedyot. Don't write that it doesn't have me'ila, which leaves an implication that perhaps it's hectic. To this, the Gemara says, kasha, here too. This bryce says miraf senigra. The bryce is very difficult to understand. It doesn't seem to be clear. There's a lot of real kashas on the brysa. And the Gemara says a little bit more than two-thirds of the way down. Let's get into some halachic sugyas that, that apply to these areas of halacha. This one's a fascinating one. Amar Rabbi Abba, If a shlamin uh, causes some damage, Because it's shlamin, we can pay with the meat, but we can't pay with the emurim. Because a shlame, the shlamin, the emurim get to go um, on the Mizbeach. And they're not shyach to me. I can not eat the chalav. The chalavim they stay, uh, they stay with the they stay on the mizbeach. So here we have an animal that we need to pay from. We have a shlamin. The regular meat is for the bailim, but the Im- the emurim go to a kodesh baruchu. So what do we do in such a case? The dinah is gove when we are paying from a shlamin. We pay from the value of the regular meat. know gove and we are not allowed to pay the value of the emurim because the emurim belong to the mitzbeach and the buser belongs to the person. So the aspect of shlamim, that's mamun b'ilem, which is the meat, can be used for payment. But the aspects of the shlamim that are emurim, the parts that are supposed to stay on the mitzbeach, cannot be used for payment. Says the Gemara, that should be pretty poshut, p'shita, emurim legavua salki. This is really only talking about emurim and emurim can't be used because they're not ours. They belong to HaKadosh Baruch, they're mishulchan gavo kazach says the Gemara, we're teaching a Chodesh de we only can use um, meat and we cannot use a even if it means I'm not going to end up paying the whole thing. Rashi details how all the finances would work, but suffice it to say for our purposes tonight, that what we're talking about is the fact that I will pay. And if uh, I end up paying and there's no other meat left, I don't have to pay anymore, even if it's at the loss of the Nizak. Why is that true? Because of these psukim, these psukim which teach us, um, these psukim which teach. Uh, there's actually no psukim quoted here, but the din that teaches us that the basar of the shlamim is Mamun b'yilin, but the emurim are mishulchan. The Gemara says, "Aliba who is this sheet like? I, uh, I aliba de If is if this follows the sheet of the rabbanon, that you can only use the emur, the uh, besaron, and you can't use the emurim." That should be Pshita because Amre, they say, and the Gemara doesn't detail the case, but the Mepharshim do. Let's say that Ruvain pushes his shore into Shimon's shore. Shimon's shore bumps into Levi's shore and falls into Shimon, Shimon's shore. Uh, it's too short, too shvarim. Right write that. see what I write. Ruvain's cow pushed Shimon's cow into Levi's pit. That's the case we're dealing with. So there's two cows in a pit. So I'm Ruvain, I push my cow, it bumps into Shimon's cow, and then Shimon's cow falls into Levi's pit. So the Gemara says, in that case, according to the Rabbanon Peshitta, 10 lines from the bottom, the argument could be, if I can't get any money from Ruvain, who pushed, then, then I can't get any money from the person who owns the pit, which is Levi, so Shimon is out. That makes sense. That's similar to what we're saying in our case, that there are certain things that you just can't pay for. You can't use a murim. Just like you can't use a murim, you're also going to be limited in collecting in this case when Ruvain pushed Shimon shore until Levi's born. And according to Rav Nasan, that's a, a little bit different. There That if you can't collect from one, you can't collect from another. So says the Gemara. We therefore don't understand what the chiddush is of this case in regards to the gabos miybsar and kineger emurim, because manafshach it doesn't seem to make sense. One shita says you get no money. The other shita seems to say that you get uh, you get all the money, but nobody seems to thread the needle over here that you only get the buser but not the emurin. So the Gemara says it could be either option. Ebay same Rebinoson ebay same Rabbonon it could be either or ebay same Rabbonon how could it be the Rabbonon who say you can't collect from either hani mili betrei gufe When do we say that if I can't collect from Ruvain, I also can't collect from Levi? That's true when Ruvain pushed his shore into Shimon's shore where there's two animals. I could have argued that if there was only one animal, that from whatever I'm able to pay you, then perhaps I will pay you, even from the bus or just not from the Emurin. And therefore we have a reasonable approach according to the Rabbanon. And four lines from the bottom, I could even argue that this case of lagabos mi bisarn kenegere muram where we see that the, that we pay from the busser but not the emurim, i could even argue that that's revinason hasam hude amar only in the case where ruvain where ruvain's animal pushed shimmo's animal into lebi's bore hasam hude amar le bala shor le bala bore anato rebibir khashkakte the maysa at the end of the day you made a pit and my animals in your pit my delesli lishalume mihayeh nishalim nam hit and if i can't collect from ruvain this is all Shimon talking. If I can't collect from Ruvain who pushed my shore, le myself, I look in your pit. My animal's there, and Boris Bershus Rabim, a bore. You're obligated. That's one of the Avos Nezikin. So that's how it could possibly be. Uh, well, this is the first half of how it could be, Reb Son. And on the top of your Gimel Amidbeis, and we're going to be going until lot, about seven lines or so from the bottom of the page. in our case, mimotzi Amar in our case of the. Of uh, the Shlaman, where we have to pay from a Shlaman, you can't separate out and say that the animal only the meat damage but not the Emurim. they're all part of one animal. So that's how the Gemara concludes that we could understand our case of paying only from the meat and not from the Emurim, to be both like the Rabbanon and Rib And a slightly different case, Omar Rabba. Toda, an animal that's brought with a toda, let's remember a toda. When an animal that's being brought for a toda, it comes along with 40 lechamim, uh, 30 of them are regular bread and 10 of them are matzah. So toda shehizika, govamibisarvina, mi govam milachma. You can only collect from the flesh, but you can't take the bread as money. That you're not allowed to do. Says the Gemara, lechem Shita, that should be obvious. Says the Gemara, no, yud gimalam at bays, four lines down, seifa itzrichle. We need this din um, about the lechem because of the seifa. Nizak ochel basar umiskaper lechem. Says the Gemara that the Nizak can take the meat. Umiskaper, the mazik, who actually was bringing the todah, he gets kapara for the bread. Says the Gemara, that's also pasher. Hanami pshita. Says the Gemara, that's not true. Maudetema, I might have thought you can't separate the bread from the korban. That keivan de lechem dezevachu, that because lechem is the reason why I can bring a korban. If you bring a todah without a korban, so then you're a mess. So therefore, both of them have to come together. Lay malay, at lechem. How can it be that we that we we split up the the halves of this korban, where the animals being uh, consumed by you and I'm bringing the lechem? It doesn't make any sense. Kamash the lechem de It has to be that both of them are brought at the same time. So that's why there was a khirish the kaden that it's me besara that you can only collect from the meat and not from the lechem. A couple of very short gemaras, seven lines down on Yud gimelam at beis. the gemara said, Nechassim Bris. So let's review. On Testament beis at our Mishnah, which we've been analyzing now for four blot, we discussed this idea that I'd be obligated, if I caused some of the responsibility, I'm obligated to pay kol nizko. And we had said that that was only true in certain cases, um, and it has to be that Nechassim Shehenshel Bris, it has to be property of B'nei Bris, of Yid, So the Gemara says, let's analyze Mai. What is this coming to teach me? This is something that I already know. I If you want to tell me that we're coming to exclude a non-Jew, hakatani lo Kama. I already learned this. Where did I learn about the fact that when there's a non-Jew that the rules change? Shor shal Yisrael shenagach, oved Pater the Mishnah on testament base is saying you're going to be held accountable, but not if it's a, a non-ben-bris, meaning not if it's a goi. And that's a, we already learned that, Din. So the Gemara says, you're right, we did learn it. ton a hadrim The Gemara gives a, an answer that in words is easy, but in concept is difficult. The Gemara says, yeah, yeah, we're just explaining what we're doing. But really, we brought a second marimokom that teaches the same exact Din. So it's a little difficult, but nevertheless, that's what the Gemara accepts as the final answer. We also said that there were miyuchadim, that uh, the property has to belong to someone. lema'ute mai, where is it that we would say that the halachos don't apply in our Mishnah from Tessimid Beis? The Gemara says, Omer hizik, Omer hizik." Classical case of I don't know what happened, so everybody says the other person's wrong right? So what happened is, I say, no, 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 no. The, the neighbor, it wasn't my animal, it was your animal. You say, no, 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 it wasn't my animal, it was your animal. So there, we don't know what happened. There's an element of suffix. So therefore, in such a case, we would assume that the rules of our Mishnah don't apply, and you'd be putter, Says the Gemara, if that's true, we already learned it. We're a third of the way down on your ach achar beis Two people are running after one. Uh, we see already that this idea is that they're already putter. So why is it that our Mishnah would have to then repeat the Din? If what we're learning from the case of Nechas Meyuchadim, that we have to know who we're talking about and can't have an element of Safek, that's something that we've already discussed. So this, the Gemara says, as we did with the previous section of the Gemara, we're just explaining ourselves, but no need to to worry too much or we're allowed to have it in two places under these circumstances. Okay. The Gemara then has adds we have a Mishnah that says Prat this is a second answer. We had initially said that what are we excluding when we say that the properties have to be owned by someone? Answer number one that we tried to say is perhaps when there's a machloke, so I say shorcha hizik and you say shorcha hizik, the Gemara says there's another thing that might be left out by the words, and that is um, that if there, we're talking about a case where there's hefker. So the Gemara says, where is the hefker in this case? If you want to say that someone who owns a shore, he was nagach shore shall hefker. Well, you don't have to worry about that because man There's no one who's claiming from you because the shore is hefker. The animal that you killed is hefker. There's no violence Ella says the Gemara. The Gemara says the Torah If in fact an animal that was hefker damaged your animal well, then just go take the animal, the damage, and you can keep it because it's hefker. Le'zel ve'lese, no problem at all. So the Gemara says, what were we talking about? B'shikodam acher. You're right about the model that we're talking about where an animal that was hefker damaged your animal. And yes, in theory, you're allowed to take that animal. So if you're on the way to taking that animal and someone acquires the hefker, that's the case that we're dealing with in our Mishnah when we talk about nixei hefker, that by nichze hefker, you're going to be pater. Says the Gemara, Ravina Amar. Ravina gives another qualified answer. He says the case that we're excluding is a case where there was Nagicha, and then afterwards the animal was muktash to the beis hamikdash. Initially it was Hefker, So let's say it's my animal, and uh, Nagah The animal that was Hefker killed my animal, and then that animal was muktash. So that's another case scenario: Nogach or There was Nagichah, and then afterwards it was freed. Tanya Nami the Brayse supports this idea. We're halfway down, another 15, 20 lines to go. What does the Brayse say? Everything that we've said in the last few lines, concisely. Yeser al-kein amr filu nagach kach hiktish, or nagach kach hivkir, in both cases, pater. Why? Sh'ne'emar v'hu'ad b'vola v'hemis ish v'gomer. We need it to be that the Misa, that the time that the animal that was Hefgar killed, and when it was Ahmad Abedin, when when he went to go ask a Bezdin, that the hefker is still hefker and that it wasn't made into anything else. And the Gemara says, Do we need it to be that way for the Gemara? Not just when you bring the animal to Bezdin, but when Bezdin finally paskins on that animal that it needs to die. The Gemara says, how can you not say that? Ha, the Pasuk says, So it seems to be that we need the status of the animal in three places, not in two. We need it at the Shas Misa. We need it at When you bring the animal to Bethlehem, we need it at the Gemara din. The Gemara acquiesces to this concern as we get to the two dots. you're right. Misa, The only way we're going to be chai when there's an animal that's hefker is if the animal that hefker killed and while it was still hefker, there was hamad meaning if he killed my animal, I go to Bezdin and make a taina against that animal. And then also the din is given that way. That is the only time we would say that you're a potter that you're chayed, right? In any other case where there's a status change, you'd be patr. That brings us to the two dots of And here we're going to analyze what these words in the Mishnah mean. We had said that you're going to be obligated to pay for damages unless it's What does that mean? That means that I have a backyard. And I shared this when we learned this Mishnah many days ago. If I have a backyard with a Rottweiler, and you bring your little bunny to play in my backyard, you're not smart. Because my dog will eat your your bunny in about five seconds. That's what the Gemara says. To Omar Leit, Torchabir Shusi, my boy. Why would you bring your animal into my backyard and complain about what happened in my backyard? Come at your own risk. So I don't know how this works. I don't know. But if uh, you you have a dog, and let's say you have a dog in your house, someone comes over and the dog bites you, so, based on this, there'll be zero obligation from the Bible. It's not you you brought yourself to my house. Enter at your own risk. Okay. <laughs> no one can hear you say- <laughs> let's assume there was such a scenario. In your backyard case seems obvious. It seems that way, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't control what your animal does. The only problem is is you know you get into shmira questions if the animal is uh, muad versus tom and if it is muad and you bring your right correct but i'm wondering i'm, I'm no no i'm wondering like is is you coming over and right. so at your you own risk so it, do i have it. more of a need to do that, shmira. this point. comes up at every bris where there's a dog which is most of them where they ask me do you like dogs i say i don't mind dogs but i don't want them to attack me while i'm doing a bris so put them in another room so there i ask for them to do me an extra shmira would i sue them if the dog bit me probably not so well, it does seem that way from the Gemara. This is quoted in Shulchan Aruch. This language, uh, yeah, this language is quoted in Shulchan Aruch in Choshen Mishpat Shin Pei We can look it up and see what the applications are. The next two dots This was cryptic in our Mishnah and Testament base base where when a property, seemingly the pashta says that when it's owned by two people, so the Gemara says that under those circumstances, you'd also be putter from damages. Amar of Chizda, Amar Avimi, Chayev HaShayn al HaRagel. That if in fact, there's a Chatzar that's owned by two people, that I would be Chayev on damages that are of shane or that are of Regel, regal, even though in general, it's in Rishus HaRabim, but since there's Shutfis, so they're no longer nechshav as rishus harabim. <laughs> what then was the heter of our mishnah? So the gemara says <laughs> the putter, that we just discussed and the <laughs> sheizik and all of that is approach number one. Rabbi Lazar, Omer, no, you've mislearned the whole thing. He disagrees <laughs> with Rav and he says Allah <laughs> that if there is a partnership of a property and there was an av of and shein and Regal, you'd be Pater here is how they understood the end of our Mishnah on Tessah in Beis. A property that's specific to the Mazik, as mentioned, why is your shore in my property? And they hold that if there's a, an ownership, a co-ownership, you'd be Pater. And what does the last part of the Mishnah mean? That's that last case is to teach us to include Karen. And this actually ties back to a sugya that we learned about ten days ago. this works out great to Shmuel, who says that we need to add in Karen. Amar Shor. According to Rab, who says that when we said the word Shor, that already included Karim, Then Then what does the end of our Mishnah come to include? Says the Gemara It's to teach us about the following brayso. We're on the first of the very long lines. Eight lines or so from the bottom of the page make that nine lines from the bottom of the page on Yud Gimel. But based, what does the Bris say? Shehizik Chaba Mazik. What does that teach us? Lehavi Shomer Chinam VeHashoel Nosei Socher VeHashocher. The Arba Shomerim. That those cases teach us that there, are, those cases are going to be Chayim. Shehizika if there's an animal that damaged, Tom meshalim chatzin nezek. If there was an animal that was a tam, a docile animal, one that we don't have to fear at the moment, is damaging that we'd have to pay chatzin nezek. nezek shalim. If the animal is dangerous, you'd have to pay nezek shalem. And nifrut sabalayla Partsuha listim the If the field broke, if the door broke at night, oshapirtzua listim or if uh, bandits broke through the walls, v'yatsesav izika. In that case, your puter as well. So that's what the Gemara says is being added, that it's the case of the Arba Shomrim is being added, according to Rebbe Lazar, to our Mishnah. We're going to stop here at Omar Mar, and tomorrow night, in to we will uh, be navigating a, an analysis of this brysa that we just learned, which, according to Rebbe Lazar, was the addition to our Mishnah of the Arba Shomrim. We'll stop right here, wishing you all a beautiful night.